listening to the Smash Bros. Cast, episode 69. I'm your host, N64 Josh. My co-host and sparring partner is Nightcrawler. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? It is going well. It is going well. Guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeing... Um, you're just seeing some gameplay and you're just seeing my cam because this is our call-in show. We got a couple of guests tonight. So uh, we got Leo. What's going on, buddy? Hey, everybody. And we got Patrick Murphy, the meanest King DDD around. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We won't talk about how he inhaled me and walked off the stage today. That, you know, we're not we're not talking about that. That's not talking about that at all. No. No, we're not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, hey, uh, before we get started here, guys, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash SBC. Pick up something awesome like Ready Player One or Console Wars. Uh, the gaming chair that I'm sitting in is from OPC. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPC, you automatically save $10 at checkout and all the chairs are $20 off right now. So it's really a good deal. Um, I love this chair. I would not recommend it if I did not love it. n64josh.com slash OPC. If you'd like to help support the content that I create, you can go to patreon.com slash n64josh and uh i do greatly appreciate it and all of you that have signed up thank you so much it means it means so much to me really really appreciate it uh with that we are going to move right on into some quick announcements and then we're going to get right into the content All right, so we are doing our Monday call-in show, and we are going to set a time for this. Crawl and I are going to discuss it. We're going to set a time for this so that it is at, a, at an exact time every week. So we don't know if it's going to be Mondays. We're not sure. We're going to we're going to figure it out this week so that it is an exact time so people can schedule it and get on the show because we want to hear from you guys. And so, um, and we're doing this show kind of late tonight because I had a family uh, get together. So it's just the way it goes, but uh, we will have a time and day um, uh, figured out before the next show. Our smash bros tournament went down. We'll talk more about that on Friday, but it was a lot of fun. I already have the next one set up and it is going to run smoother. We had 86 people signed up for the last one. So I'm thinking we're going to break a hundred for, for the next one. I'm, I'm really excited. You're going to go to n64josh.com slash smash tournament. That's going to be where the info, uh, where you can find the info to sign up everything. I haven't updated links yet, but that's going to be the place to go. If you're looking, it's also pinned in the discord in the smash bros channel in the smash bros cast channel. So you can easily find the links that way. Um, yeah. So with that, we're going to move on into our main content today. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about zoners. And the reason is because we've had some some interesting conversations come up in the discord. So we're going to we're going to jump into it. All right, so. We got we got a couple of guests with us tonight. We saw I'm not going to name any names, but we were, we were there was discussion going on in the Discord talking about like um characters that like to spam projectiles. Okay? And so Leo, he knows all about this. <laughs> Toon Link, right? Toon Link. And I use the yeah. term spam lightly because you know what you're doing. It's not just like you're sitting back and just shooting arrows, right? Right. So, right. so that's, that's not what's happening, but, um, 
there's a there's a there's a couple of things I want to address right off the bat. Okay. And the first is what we I kind of addressed this last episode, but I want to talk a little bit about mindset. Okay. And I think what can easily happen is when we run into a matchup with a zoner and we are continually getting hit by the same moves, the same projectiles over and over again. I think there's something inside of us that is like, I can't stand zoners. I can't stand their items. All they do is spam stuff. And we make these, these excuses, basically. That's, that's what they are. They're excuses. You know, maybe this character should be nerfed or we start, you know, we start saying different things like that. At the end of the day, as hard as it might be to hear, we have to improve as, as the player. Right. And the best thing I heard from Summit this this last weekend was Sam Sora talking about uh, talking about one of his matches. And what he said. It it was the best advice I'd, I, I've I've heard for Smash in a, in a really long time. What he said was. In it, like somebody asked, like, kind of what was the key to his success or something along those lines? I want to try to find the clip if I can. And his answer was, I, I do my best to not get hit by the same thing twice. And I was like, this is, this is such incredible advice uh, for people playing this game. Because if you're getting hit by the same thing more than once, and I'll even say more than twice, so that, you, you know, if it happens twice and you're not picking up on it or you're not coming up with a way to adapt, at that point, you're getting beat because you're not adapting, right? You and that's that's what this game is. This game is a game of adaptation, and absolutely, absolutely. And he and, said the first time he's like, if if I get hit by something once, like if it's you know if it combos, and that's what these. I mean, these guys are pros, right? I'm not gonna like this. Isn't something that I'm like, oh hey, now I'm doing this. No, but it's something that I'm looking for, like. And the reason, the one of the reasons I want to make sure we had Leo on for this, I mean, this is going to kind of lead right into this. Leo, how many times have you arrow, I'm sorry, boomerang, arrow, pull bomb, jump up, throw it down at me as I'm trying to get to you? And then go to the other side of the stage and rinse and repeat and be honest, because I don't care. My feelings are not what's important here. It's trying to get these lessons across and this uh, um, and illustrating this point. That's that's more important. I probably have done it more than uh, than a competitive player should do it. (laughs) Uh, I I I've relied on it because I knew I could uh, take advantage of it. But specifically to me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) a lot right how many times like and here's what happens like i don't mind using myself as the as the dummy for this you know the crash test dummy if if you will like we uh, i in my mind am like i need to i need to hit leo and i know that nair hits leo So I'm going to jump and throw Nair and I'm going to get hit by a bomb 
or buy a boomerang or buy a fair. And I'm going to rinse and repeat this until hopefully I hit Leo. This is not an effective way to play this game, right? And, and this may sound obvious, but I want you guys to think, especially if you're struggling with zoners, how many times has that exact thing happened to you? How many times? And Leo, you've played a number of people in the discord. How many times, like how many, how many times do you see people just play right into your game where it's like they jump to come at you and you counter it with your fair or with the bomb that is now in your hand? Oh yeah. It happens all the time. The next question. That's just not a way to, to this game is a game of percentages. And if you're trading 8% damage, while taking 24, you're not going to, it's not going to pay out in the long run. No, especially when that fair does such a, such a nasty, nasty job of finishing you off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Patrick Murphy, as a, a, a D three main, how do you go about dealing with zoners? He just catches it and, fires it back oh right as oh, i said right as dropped. i right as i talked to him he bounced his, his phone probably went to sleep or something he like probably, that he is a, he is on his phone okay so he'll he'll be back so we'll we'll get back to that question because we are we just do this live so bear with us um but leo kind of okay he's he's back let me get him in the call here there we go murph you back patrick murphy hello yeah, i'm here i just dropped out sorry yeah yeah no yeah. worries no worries so i don't know if you heard the question but you're you're a king ddd main and I'm sure you've played yeah. against Leo. You've played against other zoners. What is your plan of attack mm-hmm. going into uh, that matchup? Well, for me specifically, you know, one of the. Oh. And we lost him again. This is what happened yesterday with discord. I don't know. I don't think discord likes the phones to be on voice or something. I'm not sure what the deal is. We'll see if he comes back and then we'll, we'll, we'll get to the question, but we'll just keep, we'll keep on it moving. So, Leo, when you see that tendency, like, are you like, I know for me, if I see somebody recover high, it's literally like blood in the water for a shark. I'm like, this is a stock. Most of the time, this is going to be a stock. They're usually going to get spiked, right? Or they're going to, they're going to air dodge. And then I'm going to uh, forward smash them or get a grab, right? It's literally blood in the water. When you see people fall into that pattern of like, okay, he's thrown his two items. I'm going to jump. Are you just like, oh, I, this is in the bag? A, a lot of the time, yeah. I I, I won't lie. It it, uh, it becomes like you said that instinct, like blood in the water. Like you you see it and you just do it out of habit. However, if you play someone who knows that that's what you do, then it's kind of a moot point, and you really don't get anywhere with it. What is your best advice for people dealing with you? Or what are you like? And you've had to deal with zoners. You've uh, you and Mr. Cool Red Luigi just played in our tournament. He's a he's a young link. You're your tune link. It was literally a barrage of of projectiles on the screen. Like it was it was it was glorious to watch. Right. And although some people don't, some people don't like that play. They don't like watching that play style. I saw a few people in chat kind of mentioned that they didn't, that that was, but I mean, for me, it's like, this is still a chess match, but now there's, there's tons of arrows flying all over the place. You know what I mean? Right. So, So what's like, I would say your plan a is boomerang 
arrow, bomb, or fair, right? Depending on what your opponent does. What's plan What's plan B for you if those things don't work? And then, and then we can get into also how do you deal with somebody trying to zone you out? Yeah, for sure. Um, quick shout out to AV. He won the tournament Beyond the Metagame podcast. He actually played with me this past week, I want to say it was like on a Tuesday or something, just a random night. And I jumped happened in to be that in Discord. Night, right? That's same I night? think so. You, you jumped in right as I, I jumped out, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he and I did a couple of just uh, solo one on one battles without anyone in the room. And he called out what I was doing wrong. He actually later that night or early morning or something like that sent me a video of what I could do to improve. And I kind of hope that I, I showed it a little bit against Mr. Cool's Pikachu because what I did was I started to work on pressuring. What AV told me was if I get that boomerang fair or that bomb fair, don't just settle for that damage, chase after it. And so I started doing safe, but I started doing dash attacks. I started. Uh, actually just on my approach, uh, jumping and fairing, because a lot of the times people will try to jump to get a combo started or something like that. So it actually catches people off guard sometimes. Um, up airs, um, running up and, and shielding. Uh, I need to work on my Zare more, uh, which for those of you who don't know what Zare is, it's pretty much just Z and air, and it's Toon Link shooting out the hook shot. Uh, that's actually a, a good spacing technique and also um, helps to get a little bit of damage. Isaiah but, just kind of pokes damage, right? Just a little right, bit. right. You could poke shield safely uh, if you do a short hop there. Um, but I have learned that if you're going to face someone who's campy and who likes to go from edge to ed- edge and camp and throw projectiles, uh, if they don't know what they're doing, you're able to punish them camping if you pressure the right way. If you know what you're doing uh, to the point where you don't just run up and, and uh, throw nares for no reason against shield or run up dash attack shield or things like that. If you know how to do it, if you know how to get your grabs in, pressure on someone who camps is poison. I see. I understand. I understand. <clears throat> Crawler, what what's your plan of attack going against zoners? Uh it's tough. Um with with when I was picking up Roy for a little bit, I know uh it might have been it might have been one of these call-in nights or something like that. We were talking about it with with Leo and it was just working on that timing just to kind of find a, a clean way to move in. Um, and it was kind of just working on short hopping over the boomerang, over the arrows and just making my way in. But it's also not super clean. Like you were, like you were saying, Josh, like if, if you're going in for it and you're, and you're, you're just set on trying to get that, that little bit of damage, you're, you're setting yourself up to, to be taken advantage of a little bit and fall into, to what they want you to do. Um, so it's, it's kind of definitely 
if if you I, I almost have a little bit more fun recently. I've been playing with uh, with Game and Watch and just having one of those characters that can be in your in your like stable of of playable characters that you feel comfortable with um with with a reflect i mean i think that makes a big difference you have cape i know you've gotten pretty good about sometimes getting the boomerang back or the arrow back i from what i've found in the the small sample size that i've kind of been doing this last like week and a half two weeks with uh game and watch a little bit more is some of those zoners especially like i i've gone against my fair share now of of simons and some toon links and young links they're not ready like because they they have a out and back um projectile they're not used to their projectile coming back to them and doing damage so you can you can really take advantage of that if if first off they don't know their matchup very well against a character that has reflect um but then just catching them off guard when they take damage on something that they're used to coming back and just them putting it right back in their pocket kind of thing so um quick thing also crawler uh, in smash 4 when uh boomerang would get reflected back at you you can like for example charge arrow and then hit the boomerang and it would stop you getting hit but it doesn't happen in ultimate it'll it'll come back regardless if it gets reflected back at you so that might be only shielding it is the only way to stop it correct correct and you've i mean Leo, you've told me because I've been like, okay, what do I have to do here? Right. And what's funny is I can look back on our matches now and be like, I was such a bonehead. I was literally just feeding like I was like a like uh, like the mouse and you were the cat. Right. Just playing with its food. And I just kept doing the same thing because I had so few approach options. Right. And so I think that's part of this conversation is is. As your main, what are your approach options? And how, how can you better approach, right? How many times, Leo, early on, did I ever approach with my down air? Never. To be perfect. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember any. Yeah, none. Until, until recently, I've really started using that a lot. And I'm going to start dialing it back because it gets to be too much of a – like we, you know how we've talked about. We've talked about you get into the habit. You get out of the habit. And that's, that's kind of one of the, the, um, one of the other talking points I wanted to get into is just kind of the – like what I'm doing for practice, but we'll get into that later. But now the last few matches we've had, they came down to the wire and I, 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 I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I've even beaten you uh, once within the last couple of weeks. Uh, you might've won one. I know for sure. uh, I know for sure there was one that you went to go do the spike and, or you went to Cape me and the spike uh, came out instead and I dodged the spike and, and you fell, but you would have got me with the cape if, if uh, you hadn't had the miss input. So either way that that's technically a victory, but it's, but for me, it's been a big, it's really been a big improvement, right? Because, Oh, for sure. For sure. It, it you told me, you told me the people that keep pressure on me are the hardest for me to deal with. My thing is early on, here's where fresh, here's what can be frustrating. Right. And I want to, I want to empathize with people that are like, this is so, this is, this, this is, this is a very frustrating thing. You can see the pattern. I could see what Leo was doing. I didn't know what to do to prevent it. Right. I had no clue. I had no clue. And so 
now that it's like, okay, my down air allows me to approach fireball was always there, but it would only, it could only like maybe stop the boomerang and then I'm going to get hit by the arrow. Right. And what I found recently, depending on how the character, depending on how your opponent plays a solid back air at like at uh semi close distance can right actually stop the boomerang and still connect with link. You just right? gotta be close enough to do it. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And so, but that's one of those things like the answer to some of this is, is working on your approaches. What, what does your character do to approach these zoners? Right. And, and you, the, the thing is what, I, what, one of the things I said in the discord was like, was like, Hey, if we're getting, if you're getting hit by the same thing, you're not, you're not adapting. And I think somebody responded like, but what do I do? Right. They did. They, they, they didn't know. And I can't remember exactly how the conversation went, but, but I understand that frustration because it's like, yeah, what, what do you do? Well, for me, my down air is allowing me to, uh, possibly stop the projectile, or at least if I get hit, I can immediately throw it again and still end up pushing in closer. If it hits, it can start up a combo. Right. And if worst case scenario, it resets neutral and I work towards getting back into the advantage state again. But Leo, what happens, what happens to you when you've got to go back into plan B, it kind of puts you in, into a, a state of like, if I can't zone people out, I'm now on the run. Right. Right. Most well, of the time. And that's what you were saying last week with, uh, starting to play Sonic. It improved your, your tilts and and just overall neutral game a little bit with with your main tune link a little bit by by having that that brawler experience a little bit it it opened up your gameplay a little bit with with your main right I, i'm hoping that that the little that i was on stream when i played mr cool uh that i kind of showcased that also I I I know we had that really cool sword clash where we were both just mashing A on the platform <laughs> on PS2. Tell me, were you leaning forward? Were you leaning forward when you did that? I, I won't lie, I was. I was leaning forward. <laughs> did you lean further forward and start hitting the button as fast as you could? <laughs> Not further forward, but I was leaning forward. <laughs> but uh, it it uh, it really helped me out with uh, learning Sonic to, like Crawler said, to learn my tilt game and uh, work on the advantage state because. I was sorely lacking in that. And now at the very least I've started what uh, will help me down the road to get even better. So let's talk about a couple matchups. I don't know if we can answer this question. Um, uh, we'll answer to the best of our abilities, but uh, slurp in the, in the chat right now in Twitch, it says, how can you deal with zoners with meta Knight? I know very little about meta Knight. So I, I can't really, I can't really speak to him. Leo, have you played against very many Meta Knights? I hardly see him in quick play. I don't know that I ever, yeah, like I, maybe I think once. I've only seen him like once or twice. I don't, I don't know about you, Leo. Yeah, no, I, I've maybe seen him two or three times. I, be, I believe he, does he have a teleport? He has a teleport. I'm trying to pull it up here real quick. But let's talk about some matchups, Leo, while Crawler's looking at that and see if see if we can find some info there just to kind of um, to kind of help slurp out here. But what are some of the match like? What are some of the characters that you see have the most uh, 
that are able to approach the easiest. Against zoners, correct? Is, Against is you. Saying. Like, yeah, what are some of the matchups that you're like, oh, I don't like this matchup, maybe? Fox, honestly. Uh, the Spaceys in general, Spaceys being Fox, Falco, and, and Wolf, they, they have the Reflect. They have the combo juggle combo game, so it, it keeps you off the ground. So if you get hit once, even when you're on the run, you're, you're looking at 30 to 40 damage a, a juggle. And it's it's pretty rough to to deal with when you play against somebody who knows what they're doing with them. Any other matchup? Like what about like uh, like what about like a snake or uh, I'm I'm kind of going through some of the um, some of the people I know you play in Discord like P, uh, PK Rammy like uh, Ness Snake um, uh, Mewtwo Richter. Richter is actually a really tough one, and it's kind of that zoner versus zoner thing. But if you play against someone who knows what they're doing with the axe, especially in their edge guard with axe, oh boy, that's 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 a rough one. Um, I, I want to say shout out to Rami. Uh, I want to say that we're pretty even. He might have a little bit of an edge, but it, it, I guess it just depends on if he's using his. Um, shield, I guess, or or healing shield, wherever that thing Ness has to catch the explosion from the bomb to heal himself. Um, Mewtwo, I haven't played Mewtwo recently, but uh, again, a really good Mewtwo makes it hard. It's it's a pretty pretty even matchup because Mewtwo's kind of light. So when you're able to get that bomb fair or boomerang fair, it it kills earlier than other characters and. Snake is is a tough one also because it's it's he's a brawler and yet he has those uh projectiles the bombs that just go off in your face and and most of the time they don't care if it hits them also they as long as they get the kill on you that's all that matters so you're kind of looking for that C4 on the ground making sure you know what you're doing it it's a lot of focus for sure yeah, and, and Patrick Murphy answered Slurp's question about uh, about uh, Meta Knight. He says approach via air. Uh, Meta Knight can run in against zoners. Approach uh, approach via air. Hover and wait for opening. So, um, yeah, and down down B down special is also that short distance teleport that has a decent amount of of damage coming out of that that reappear. And the drill the side B, uh, I think it was in in the prima guide at least it was saying it takes a while to spin it up a little bit so you might be leaving yourself vulnerable to get knocked out of it fairly quickly in the charge up so that might not be such a viable option but um but the advantage that meta knight does have is exactly what patrick was saying is i think he's got like five or six flaps of his wings so you have a decent amount of of ability just to to come at it from from above and um, most of those projectiles are coming straight up. I mean, besides the Richters or the uh, the Belmonts, excuse me, um, they uh, they have that that uh, whip, well, whip can kind of defend up up above, but also axe. But that's the only, kind of only thing you have to really worry about. So if you can find an opportunity to come in that way, that's, that's kind of your best option. And I I believe I actually read his his statement here wrong. Uh, approach via air. Meta Knight can't 
run in against zoners. So you have to be hovering. And, and I think I said can the first time. So forgive me. You can't run in. You have to, you have to, um, you have to float and wait for opportunity. So, um, and then Eagle is asking for peach Leo. Have you had many run-ins with peach or Daisy? I have uh euphoric weasel started using peach and we played uh, probably last week, but it, it's, Honestly, it's pretty much what what I've told you, which is the pressuring zoners, getting getting in their face and working on your own combo game pretty much diffuses the threat of bomb boomerang arrow. If you're able and you know how to properly spot dodge and shield while you're in someone's face or or even go with a, a grab combo or, or something like that, that that really that really is uh is a detriment as long as you know what you're doing of course but um it, it's hard to deal with i would say the same thing for peach as as meta knight where she has that float and you can just come in above and go for those those down kicks yeah it's got i think i think both of those things i mean leo you see you see somebody approaching that way are you going to throw up tilt are you going to hit up b what like what what are you going to do in that situation to prevent that if a peach or a daisy is coming in with the kicks, typically what I do is, depending on the skill level of the player, I'll either shield it until it's done and then try and up tilt. Uh, it depending on the situation, I might up smash. Um, if depending on how high they are, I, I might go in for an up air because the uh, lingering hitbox on the master sword. Um, it, it really just depends on, on the height of where peach is and, uh, or Daisy and just, uh, the situation and the, even the skill level skill level of the player. So this may not be, uh, a real, uh, popular statement. Okay. But I, I am going to throw it out there as an option because especially like, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of use you as an example, Leo, because especially when we started playing, when we started playing, uh, four together. Uh, you, I mean, you, you were pretty much, at least when you fought me, you could just do your, your arrow. Like I talked about your, your, your boomerang arrow. A lot of times you would do boomerang arrow and then you would jump and throw the bomb down as I was trying to get to you. Right. Or up in there and just rinse and repeat. Right, right, right. So, so, and I'm not wrong in saying that, right. I mean, that was, no. that was, that, I mean, it was like, I'm reading exactly what he's doing. That's what would drive me the most crazy. I'm like, I know what he's doing. I don't know how to stop your, it. Your switch turned off. So, oh boy. Um, so we're, we're doing it live. Uh, <laughs> so the, uh, the, the, the thing I want to know, like if, if you're in a matchup and that, that is happening. Do you camp? Do you, do you put, if you got platforms, do you, do you put yourself on that platform and get to like, just wait it out until the zoner approaches? Because here's, there's going to be different levels of play that we're dealing with, right? You're, if, if you're going to play somebody like Leo, you're going to know how to add, to add pressure versus just constantly zoning out, right? We just, we've talked about that a little bit ago, but 
like when we played in smash four, it seemed like your bread and butter was really that zoning. Would you recommend if somebody's like, I don't know how to approach right now, kind of camping it out and waiting for waiting for, for you to make a mistake. Uh, you're speaking like if somebody's trying to come in on a zoner, someone's trying to come in on me or vice versa. If, if let's say you and I are fighting. Okay. Uh-huh. And you have now done the same thing to me three or four times. Right. Right. I cannot seem to get in close enough and you're able to just, you know, boomerang arrow bomb. You're on the other side of the stage, boomerang arrow bomb. You're on the other side of the stage and we're just doing this round and round except I'm doing no damage. I'm just taking damage the entire time. And then eventually you're going to hit me with an air, with a boomerang and fare me. And I'm off the state. I'm done. Right. I'm going to take less damage. If I go to a platform and start just throwing fireballs. Right. And then caping things back as they're, as they're, as they're coming back at me. Are you going to get to a point that you're like, okay, they're not approaching. I need to do something now. Or are you going to just continue to, to try to zone out and hope that, um, hope that I'm, I'm going to do, do something stupid. Because the, the reason I ask is I'm, I, I want to try to come up with some, um, tangible ideas for people that are struggling with this very thing. So not that I want to encourage camping because it makes for boring play. Right. But I would have fared better jumping on a platform, fireballing, and then dropping down when you jump to a platform and just trying to wait you out to get close enough to where then maybe, you know, I could get a grab or maybe I could get a jab or maybe I could hit a nair and then start, you know, get something started to where it's like to get out of that game, to get out of your game. If you've already recognized and you already are in stock disadvantage, then I'd say chalk that up as a learning experience and work on your approaches. I agree. I, mean, I agree. So let's say we're, let's say we're in the us, next match then. <clears throat> do as much as you can. Well, I mean, if, if you're playing live somewhere and like in a tournament setting and it is a best of three or best of five, maybe evaluate getting a different care. I mean, have that. It's I, I think there are matchups that that are advantageous. That's why quick play is so annoying. I think a little bit in, in a lot of people's eyes is there is no counter picking. Um, but that's the beauty of, of in-person tournaments is is that that back and forth. If you see a way that you can have a slight advantage. <clears throat> um, but if if you're already at disadvantage or like you said, if it's a different game. Um, you need to find, I, I guess you maybe if, if you want to play that game, sitting back and waiting, you need to find a way to put yourself in percentage advantage or stock advantage, or find a way to control the stage. And zoners tend to control the stage a little bit. Um, but they do put themselves sometimes at a disadvantage with their, their, they're more on the edge kind of, uh, like pelting the middle with with their projectiles mm-hmm. but you just got to find you got to find a way to put yourself in in advantage if you're going to sit back and and camp it out a little bit patrick murphy he he's not able to get into the call but he's still helping us out from chat here he's saying uh it largely you know it, it he said definitely josh but it largely depends on the mindset of your opponent um 
He says, silly as it sounds, I've done that a couple times. Zoner keeping me out. I camp and spam taunt. No joke. An opponent gets tilted and closes the gap. Not the best example, but it's about mindset. Right. And so I'm not saying that like that. I don't want to sound like I'm encouraging camping, but you have to do something because you're, you're not going to, you're going to continue to be in disadvantage if you just keep, if you keep sticking with your same, your same approach. And now, and crawler, I like what you said, like, okay, they're already at it. They've already taken some stocks, like, um, try going more, try going more aggressive because Leo has already said more aggressive opponents are harder for me to deal with. Right. Because he needs that space. He needs he needs to be able to keep people zoned out to chip away at the percent and then hit that fair or hit, you know, whatever, uh, you know, maybe get a grab and do a back here. That's going to get a kill. Right. So one of the things I'm going to I'm just going to use myself as an example is my lack of approaches was part of the reason that Leo was able to just wreck me so, so easily. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything about my approaches. And so this last week, I told you guys in the last episode, how low my, my GSP was down to 400,000. Okay. And I, all I did was a strictly a, a, I had a diet of nothing, but like totally aggressive, right? I even talked with peon from beyond the metagame. And he's like, yeah, you said you had an aggressive play style. The first time I played you, you full hopped into a fair and slammed me into the stage. He said it was, it was some of the most aggressive play I've, I've ever seen, you know, and then he read it and, and destroyed me. But I was like, maybe this could be, maybe I can use this to my advantage. Right. So let me see what happens. Well, I lost a bunch, but what I took away from it is a new way to approach so that if, if I see somebody get to that point where my first down air hits and I can, I can, I can kind of read their, their DI. Now I'm going to hit them with another one. Now I'm going to possibly hit them with an up air. Now I'm possibly going to, you know, uh, chase them with a fireball and then come in with a, with a, with a nair and a, and a jab combo. Like there's so many more things, but that has all taken time, right? This isn't something like I want to try to give people like answers that they can take away and, and start working on. But some of this is going to be, uh, some of this is going to be just putting time in and learning new approaches, right? That's going to be based on your, your character strictly. But and percentages matter also. Elaborate. So to go back to that example that you were giving, if I'm playing you and let's say I'm up a stock and my camping has worked so far, me as a person, I'm trying to get better. So I'm trying to work on my mix up. So I might go in and start trying to work on my tilts or, or whatever. If I'm up, up a stock, then, you know, I can try something new. but if you're playing the cheese people on quick play, like some people have been talking about, then all they're going to do is stand back in camp, especially if they're up a stock. So, you know, you, you want to work on shielding the projectiles. And I know that's, that's kind of an obvious answer, but if, if you've read the pattern, bomb, boomerang, arrow, bomb, boomerang, arrow, and you've read this pattern, you can work on, shielding let's say 
the boomerang. If you jump up and and cat even just fair, most of the time you catch the bomb if if it's up in the air, if it's not coming from a grounded state. You're able to catch the bomb. You could throw the bomb back. You can get rid of it with Z in mid in your midair jump. And unless you, you're playing an experienced person, if you're playing someone who's cheesing, they're usually not that good with their uh, perspective projectile user. So they won't bounce the boomerang off the ground. They'll just do it from a, a grounded state. So you can even in that dodge the uh, boomerang and uh, maybe you might take a hit from the arrow, but th- at that point you're in, you're, you're in the zone and um, you can, you know, work, work on it from there. A- approaches is, is something that everybody needs to figure out on their own, with their own character because it's a little bit different with each character. So you can, and and to be honest, sometimes depending on the skill level, I can sit here and give advice to somebody like, Hey, this is how you get in on, on a zoner. But if you're playing someone who's really good or you're playing someone who uh, plays a little bit differently, it may be different, you know, per that person. So it's honestly going to take time in the lab. Any link that I play that doesn't use that bread and butter combo of the three projectiles, I don't have that much uh, trouble with. When they use that, I've got to mix things up. I, one of the things that you said that I kind of want to um, uh, uh, touch on a little bit too is people are going to learn the bread and butter of their character. Right. I remember early on when I wanted to, I was like, I would watch you, Leo. I would watch you do your bread and butter and it would work. And I'm like, I want this. I want that for, for, for my Mario. I want that. Well, Mario's bread and butter was his down throw to up tilt. Right. And then possibly some other, some other combos like that, but you got to get in close. This is a zoner we're talking about. So now I've got to work on getting in close to get that grab. Not an, not an easy thing to do. I was a novice, right? You may run into uh, people and I want to get to Leaf's point here as well. You may run into people that all they know is that bread and butter of like boomerang arrow bomb. And the moment you press the issue, they're completely out of their game and they don't know what to do. And the other factor here, like we're talking about approaches, but you really got to be able to talk about how you punish as well as a Mario main. If I get link off the stage, I better be going for flood when he hits that up B to push him off stage and get that stock. Or I better position myself to hit him with a Cape so that when he up B's, he's not getting back to the stage. Those are going to be the things that are going to help me win those matches. I'm not going to probably win the match on the stage. It's going to be off the stage because I have more tools. And so you've got to think about that when it comes to your approach too. like, can you get in close? Can you get a throw that gets them off stage? And do you have the tools with your character to then get that stock when you get them in that disadvantage off the stage? Of course, it's not going to happen every time, but, but the idea is that like, that's where your game is going to be played with the zoner is that, you know, links up B, if you attack it low, you you're pretty safe. Would you agree, Leo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, recovery off stage is, is something that you have to work on as, as a link main, regardless of if it's 
Tune, Young, or Regular Link. A lot of the times you're going to recover low if it's someone who can reflect you out, and that can get taken advantage of if you don't do it right. Leaf in the chat here says, I also want to input as a person who mains two of the three links, throwing off the opponent's tempo can be enough to get in. It doesn't happen often, but when I get uh, when I get forced to whiff my boomerang return, those few seconds I don't have it are super rough because my tempo is thrown off. Um, and this is also mindset mindset related, but still something to note. And then uh, and, and Leo, I'll let you touch on that a little bit. Yeah, no, that's that's accurate. If if I throw a bomb and instead of grabbing it like I normally do off of shields to do a bomb trick. And that's also a way to get in close uh, for uh, the links, at least throwing a bomb at, at the shield running in uh, grabbing it off shield and doing what they call bomb tricks, which is where you can either throw it up, you can throw it down. uh, You could even uh, jump up and and catch it all, all these different things. But uh, if I don't catch it and I expected to catch it, like I wasn't paying attention and I missed it, then I'm in and I either have to run back out or I have to anticipate what they're going to do so I can try to tilt or whatever. And it completely throws me off. So uh, that's definitely um, something that happens. Patrick in the chat also says a uh, point we touched on last week was get back to the lab and reverse the matchup play as the zoner against your main and you'll start to see the zoners weaknesses. So even playing against the, I, I'm assuming he's meaning playing against the computer as a, you know, just, just fight against the computer and see what it does to get in and, uh, and stop you. Now, the one thing to think about there is you're not going to be able to probably play that, that zoner as well as, as somebody online, but at least you can begin learning the matchup. So crawler, what do you got? Kind of just, uh, I mean, what are you taking away from this as far as how you're going to approach zoners and, and whatnot? Uh, I mean, I, I think, just watching these level nine computers go crazy as well. Uh, and what we've seen at, at the highest level play, like at summit this weekend at Genesis at frostbite, all that kind of stuff. I think there is something to be said for, as Leo said, shielding, but taking it a step further is, is really practicing your shielding and perfecting pairing so that you can, preserve your shield you have it it stays intact you aren't you aren't losing it's not uh getting smaller as you're holding it or taking that damage and you're also freeing yourself up to get those extra three frames if you're happening to if you happen to parry as you're moving in and they're doing a move or there's something that happens there you get three extra frames if you have a successful parry against a move that is is uh, a character doing a physical attack on you um, so, I mean, that doesn't really help a ton with the projectiles, but it can, can get rid of those projectiles very quickly. And if you, if you can pace that out as you foxtrot in, then you can foxtrot parry, foxtrot parry, and then you're there. You're already in that range and you can start doing more damage. So that's, that's something that is definitely comes with practice. Um, and then I think there's also something to be said for spot dodging as well. Um, which I know that that can add an extra layer of uh, just 
making making those moves miss and you can you can take advantage of that so it's it's just using the full arsenal of tools and and those two opportunities uh the the spot dodge and the the parry can can translate across the whole roster if 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 you master it dude i love i love what you uh um i love what you said there because i used to hate sword matchups right with mario like and it was early on. I heard I heard people say he struggles against swords. So that was kind of my mentality. Like, oh, I would go into my match thinking I'm not going to win there. I have a sword. I'm like thirsty for sword matches now. I'm like, <laughs> bring the sword, please. Right. Because if I get you off stage, you're getting my cape or you're getting the flood. I watched a Lucina just drift to her death today because she couldn't touch the stage. She hit the up B. I hit the flood. There was nothing she could do. There's nothing she could do. And so I'm like, when I see a sword matchup, I'm like, please, yeah, bring it, bring it. I would much rather see that than, uh, um, you know, like a Pichu or, or some of the heavies, you know, <laughs> certain, certain heavies are like, oh my gosh, get them out of here. But, uh, um, but that wasn't the case at the beginning, you know, and that was, that was, that has come with practice. I mean, it's come with, I mean, playing so many matches with, with crawler and Leo and, you know, like it's, it's it's just come with time, but now I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do it. I know what I have to do to get in there. Uh, Patrick Murphy says one, one important thing. If you're new to playing against zoners, a lot of, um, a lot of good advice here, go practice it, but know when you get into gameplay, don't get frustrated. If it feels like you forgot all these tips, keep your cool against zoners, uh, keep your cool against zoners. Patience is key. Patience is key. Patience is key. So just continue to be patient and leaf um, leaf is kind of asking and Leo, this could be a question for you. Um, what stages are uh, advent advantageous or disadvantageous for zoners and why um, he said he's heard Kalos is good for young link, but he always struggles on that stage. What wh- like come tournament, what stages are you banning? Typically I, I, I don't know why I do because no one ever goes there, but I, I ban uh, castle siege and, and lilac and all that. But uh, if those weren't there and I had the ability to ban something else, typically I'll blend, I'll ban the uh, plats that are in the center stage. Like I, I ban Smashville and I ban Yoshi's Island just because it's harder to, to work on that projectiles. Cause a lot of the time, I'll throw projectiles up and because the plat is so wide, like on battlefield, it, it kind of works as you can kind of see here. Uh, uh, anyone who's watching, if you throw a bomb up and it's just in that small window, sometimes it comes back down. So you're able to still kind of combo off of that. Uh, Kalos actually does work for, for me being a tune link main. Uh, I'll go to Kalos a lot. Uh, PS two is okay. Uh, I, as a filthy casual, uh, used to play only on Final Destination. So Final Destination works for me because I've had a lot of practice on that stage. But it it, oh, it really was, depends. That was, that was your uh, that was your kill stage at Genesis when you knew. I think when you had to go game three, if you had lost game two, that's where you were taking them. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was a lot of it was a lot of practice on that stage for me from from years of playing but uh it, it's mostly because i i was able to use projectiles just to, to throw up just to make an opponent be in an area that i wanted them to be in so if i ran up and instead of throwing bomb at the shield i just threw it straight up and then i ran back out 
it would make either them go backwards or forwards to which I could throw a boomerang or I could throw an arrow and go off of that. And like Patrick Murphy is saying, ban FD against zoners. Typically that, that happens uh, because people don't want to deal with the, uh, what I'm saying, the uh, projectile use uh, in the middle of the stage to make someone go where you want them to go. But um I think that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm I'm able to adapt to most stages. I, I don't really have problems with uh, most of the stages that people pick. So it's kind of just practice on those stages and to learn what you're going to do in certain situations. Like if you get stuck on the high plat in, in Battlefield, whether you want to throw a bomb down or if you want to try to down air to make it down and see if you'll catch somebody or something like that. It just depends on uh, practicing those stages. I see. I see. So uh, again, a lot of this is going to come down to um, practice, right? Practice, patience, work on your approach and work on your punish against zoners, because that's what's going to take them out of their game, right? You get in and you do as much damage as possible and, and even possibly get the get the stock because think about the other characters that are zoners. Like uh, I don't even mind. I don't even mind Simon and Richter. Now I used to hate playing against them. Now I'm like, no, it's, it's fine. Like they can still deal massive amounts of damage. I can't just, you know, it's not like autopilot by any means, but like if I get a cape off on a couple of items and I get in close and get them off stage, a lot of times they're, they're not coming back. Yeah, they don't have great recovery either. So no, and so that's you know that's when you can start playing um, playing your game. But it's just a matter of figuring out how to get past that holy water, how to get past the cross, how to make sure that you you know. Uh, and in my case, it's my cape is going to be a lot of those answers. But but don't forget, like a short hop air dodge is going to get you through some things. A roll can get you through some things, right? Like I know a lot of times people don't even uh, we don't we don't even really talk about rolling because it was like kind of you know so frowned upon. But it, it it is still something that you can use to get yourself you get yourself in advantage, right? Because you 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 don't get hit when you're rolling. And so not that I'm going to constantly recommend it because if you do it too much, it's going to become predictable and you're going to get punished for that too. You know, uh, yes, the best advice is, is, is just roll. So yeah, exactly. So it's something you have to be, you have to be careful of, but don't forget that it's there. You, you can use it periodically. There's, there's times that I've tried to incorporate it into my <clears> gameplay <throat> a little bit, uh, a little bit here and there, because it's like, you know, if a lot of times what will happen, if somebody rolls at me and I miss the initial grab, they'll roll again and I'll roll with them and try to get that grab a second time, you know, just to, just to try to try to get that read and be, be right there on top of them. So, um, it, it, again, practice, work on your character's approaches, talk to people in the discord, hit Leo up. If you're like, Hey, I need practice against the tune link matchup. He's going to play with you. Right. And he's, he's cheap. He doesn't charge that much. So, <laughs> but I mean, we have a number of players in the, in the discord and just to name a few right off the bat, uh, Leo, Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Uh, I, I believe in the discord, he goes by magic Mike. I think he's Crentice dentist in the, in the Twitch chat here, but, um, he, he's a link. And those are just a couple right off the bat that I can think about. So, or yeah, I can think G- of Gabe, if he's back playing on discord he's he's a good belmont very good richter and i think andal's playing a richter as well yeah he does have that uh pocket um richter 
Yeah. So, and, and all these people I mentioned are very good at the game, like very, very good at the game. So, um, they're, they're going to, um, and not only are they good at the game, but they are, are, they are friendly and they will help you out, you know, as long as they have the time, like, I'm not going to just sit, I'm not going to say like, I'm uh, not committing them to it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'm just saying like, you know, if you're like, Hey, I I need to work on this matchup or or any of you guys available, there's a good chance. One of them might be, you know, because even getting like a couple matches in is going to be, is going to be helpful, especially if you can stop midway through, jump into voice chat and be like, Hey, what, uh, what just happened right there? And how can I, how can I, how can I fix this? Or how can, how can I, how can I do better? So, um, that I can't, we, we are right in an hour. I can't even believe it. I, <laughs> <laughs> but this was super fun. And I'm kind of glad to see like the, the discord conversation is what really, what really kind of, uh, got me thinking like, let's, let's kind of break this down. And, and I was glad Leo was able to, to jump on and, and, and talk with us. And I, I think like, uh, this has probably been one of the best ways to tackle this, this subject is to find somebody that plays, um, one of those characters, you know? So, um, we might look at some more archetypes in the future and find people that play specific characters that we can talk about what works against them, what works for them and, and, and how can we better play that matchup? I think, I think it'll be important. So, uh, Leo, where can people find you? You guys can catch me in the Discord at Leo Veritas, and I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Have you anything else you can talk about yet? Not yet, but it's in the works. I'm I'm uh, going to be starting up a podcast with my uh, my buddies, so I'll uh, keep you guys posted on that. Okay, cool, cool. Crawler, where can people find you? Uh, like Leo said, you guys can find me in the Discord and six forward Josh. Dot good to the invite. Uh, if you if you're looking for practice in these matchups, that uh, there's a few rooms to to post and get going in there. There's discussion with just Smash Bros and then Smash Bros LFG if you want to get some games going. So uh, tag some of those people that we were mentioning. Be, be polite, be courteous, and you might be able to get some games in with 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 those people. Uh, and then you guys can also follow me on uh, Twitter and Twitch at Nightcrawlers724. Nightcrawlers without the E. Right on, guys. You can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all the places. Reddit now, N64Josh. We got we have the subreddit up. We got posts going up. Uh, one of the things we're going to do for this show is we're going to get a blog post going um, that's going to ask some of these questions and get some answers from you guys. I want to get, um, even if we don't get calls for this show, I want to get more community involvement so that it's, um, it's not just us sitting up here trying to give you guys advice we can find the best advice from people within the community. So that's, that's really the goal here. Um, you want to find the show notes for this episode n 64 josh.com slash SBC 69. All right. Audible trial.com slash SBC. Get yourself a free book from audible. The chair I'm sitting in from OPC, go to n64josh.com slash OPC, automatically save $10 at checkout. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you could rate and review on iTunes, we greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye now.